1: Oh no! Look, wait. If you, oh wait. I had a screenshot. Hold on, I'm screenshotting. Oski right now is in a literal sweater. What is it? A onesie?
0: He's in a turtleneck tank top. He got neutered, so it keeps him from biting his stitches. I'm dying to hear about being neutered. Space trash,
1: trash in space. Space trash lifestyles of the rich and uranium. Space trash celebrities. They're trash. But the astrology can help us understand.
0: Transmission incoming. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, Trashlings. Welcome back to another normal episode of Space Trash. Last are so to rich in Uranus, and I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Malshine, and apologies for missing last week. I finally got COVID after two years of evading her clutches. Yeah,
1: no, but you manifested this.
0: I know. I think I really did because I was so stressed about traveling yeah. to South Africa and all the other crap I have to do. Taking too much time off, and then I ended up not being able to go. So
1: this bitch is like, I told you guys. Heard me? You guys, are my. I'm so glad you're my witness or my lit my listeners. Is that anything? Listen, these listen, puns listen. that you make up make no sense. List, listness, listness. My list. My listener witnesses. Okay, make it march? No, it just makes sense, but. Um, you said like, I just want to stay home with my dog. I just want to get out of all the travel. And then it's like the one time that you get the vid in, in two plus years is when you, I said, you're going to, I said the next few months, you're going to get everything you specifically ask for. And you didn't know, like, that's how the universe works. Like you guys want to talk about manifesting that's manifesting where you don't actually know how they're going to cook your food in the kitchen, but you put in your order and you're going to get something.
0: Yeah. I mean, I brought it on myself. It was like, presto, you're fucking dead on the couch. And just for the record, I am triple vaxxed. I'm a very healthy person. And it still kicked my ass. I was well, no, shocked.
1: It's the power of manifesting. It's like, that's witch work. It's magic. Like even the healthiest triple vaxed bitch. It doesn't matter if you have a Peloton app. If you say universe, provide me some excuse to get out of travel. It certainly will.
0: Right. Plus, I was jet lagged for weeks because of being in the U.S. Yeah, Miami. Plus, I was changing my my sleep schedule for a new job. I was completely sleep deprived. I mean, it, it was. I was asking for it. I was asking for it. I was wearing a short skirt of viral. <laughs> uh protection now i'm so happy that we're able to finally talk about everything that's been going on
1: so many things news but just like also personally like here i am in casey's apartment
0: right you're in casey's like freakishly clean apartment for someone who's got the last name mulshine well i guess she's a bunker now that's why this is like opposite
1: like if i were to imagine a bunker like when i think of bin laden's bunker i think of it as like in a cave with with spider webs like sort of lacing the front this is like sparkling clean. Everything is automatic with the cat care. I just have to clean up their puke or whatever. And there's an espresso machine that I now use. I'm an adult I, just by being in Casey's apartment for four days.
0: And she's got a white couch and there's no stains on it.
1: How? How? I'll show you later. I have this couch covered in blankets because I'm such a slob. I I'm like, too. there's no way. I, no, even she said the one rug that's expensive is this rug. I covered it with a blanket. I said, there's no way I'm not just
0: drawing all this stuff. i know when i'm at her house i also feel like i need blankets because i'm so white trash i keep green sheets on my green couch i have a green velvet couch (laughs) and also though pro tip never buy velvet furniture because it (gasps) is like a magnet for dust oh you're serious you know my fantasy, when I think
1: about like, okay, when I do like finally settle back into a stewed of my own, I want a blue velvet
0: couch so bad. It just seems like romantic. I know it's beautiful, but you know what? I just need to get a dust buster. I just need a handheld dust buster, just ving, 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 and not have to get out the entire gigantic Dyson.
1: Honestly, I, I need- get a dust yeah. buster anyway. It is like, it's as satisfying as my water pick. I'll say that. These two appliances, the dust buster and the water pick, they almost trump the vibrator in terms of how much I get out of just using them and feel like I did something. Water pick, Yeah, yeah. Like when you – instead of flossing, I have a water pick. I've had one since the braces days. And it is so – the amount of salad greens that – I could have a whole salad after based on what's showing up in the sink with that water pick that no floss could ever touch. You see it? Oh, like literally the shit that comes out of like your molars and your teeth, you'd be shocked at how much food you are literally wearing every single day. That you can't brush out and you can't floss out. You've got to get a water pick. I'm
0: furious. I'm getting one.
1: So Casey gets magazines because she lives – like, I don't live permanently anywhere, so I don't get – for some reason, I have, like, a Cosmopolitan subscription that still comes to my mother's house. But in general, I don't get mail. I'm avoiding it, honestly. The IRS is probably after me. But Casey got two pieces of mail today that I thought were very moleshine apropos. The first is Rihanna's Vogue cover. Have you seen? Oh, my God. It's so pretty. She's pregnant. She's just so cool. And then the second is, of all times and all places to be, queen. Oh, the Queen. The Queen and a naked, pregnant Rihanna? It's like, if this was not made for the Moleshine bunch, I don't know fucking what.
0: Now, they're doing all these magazine covers of the Queen for her Platinum Jubilee, which is in June.
1: Which we manifested and, her still being alive for.
0: I know, I know. The Dude. only
1: reason she's still alive is because we said, naked to the Jubilee, we all want a holiday. You're going to get me in trouble. Oh, fuck. That's, not,
0: that's not, not news. Okay, then let's clear up the rumors now. What's going on with the Queen? The Queen is has just celebrated her 96th birthday and she's on the cover of a few magazines because of this and there's a barbie that came out that looks like her and it's oh. been a little controversial because they're all doing this like wrinkle-free pretending that she's 25 thing right the barbie is the weirdest of all because she's going got- right now i have to see it yeah the barbie has proportions Body wise of a regular Barbie. Wow. But she's got this giant queen bobblehead and she's got white hair and she's got no wrinkles at all. She's literally like, remember me this way. It's like Princess Diana, but with like a white bouffant. Wow. So oh. it's kind of weird because it's like everyone is celebrating this woman who's got this really, really incredible achievement of, you know, being a public figure from before World War II until now. That's so observed. crazy when you frame it that way. It's really right before world. Right. She's like, she's maybe the oldest person on earth. What's going on? No, she's not the oldest person on earth. She's probably the oldest famous person. Wow. And, who, who's been continually famous. Yeah. And. Oh my God. We're, this is hilarious side note. She,
1: like she fucking wishes. This is the best thing that we can give her. Like 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 we will remember her this way this barbie is so aspirational for the queen it's really
0: a weird barbie because it's like what age is she if they were gonna if they were gonna give her that look they should have given her her brunette hair from when she was young
1: right this is like claire for claire foy aged queen but like with the hair of 95 year old this is grandma hair on a young claire foy
0: Right. Like it's like Marie Antoinette powdered wig. It's so <laughs> yeah. weird. But so, yeah, the question is, why can't we celebrate this woman the way she actually looks? Should the skin be hanging off the Barbie? She should just be, I mean, she's short. First of all, she's like five two and she's built like a grandma, you know, like grandmas, they get a little stockier as they age. Sort of like a, a like a tiny little hunchback Barbie would be more appropriate. Not a hunchback because she keeps her shit pretty tight in that department. But like, yeah, you know what I mean. She does not look like she looks like she's in this ether, this like unaged place where age does not exist.
1: But I feel like what we're talking about actually is like a product design issue on Barbie's part, which I understand in a way because I don't know. I mean, I would have to see it if anybody knows of any dolls. That are Barbie like material, like plastic dolls that actually have
0: believable wrinkles. They definitely don't. But here's the thing I'm talking not just about the Barbie, the Vogue and Vanity Fair covers. Right, and this. They're all young photos. Yeah. We celebrated Betty White at her actual age. That's because she was like still fucking. <laughs> dead serious. We have a great opportunity to celebrate a woman of age. Why are we not taking it? Why are we pretending that she's still 25? Why can't we be like, you know what? She's 96. She looks 96. And that's incredible. And that really is the accomplishment.
1: I agree. And I also think, I mean, positive judgment. I don't know if you're allowed to
0: say that, but as far as 96 year olds go, she actually looks great. Yeah, she's got a whole team around her making sure that she's, like, in mint condition, you know? I was going to say, like, do you think she
1: has the same, like – I mean, she must, right? Like, the same celebrity, like, like glam – like, does she have a glam squad?
0: Yeah. So she mostly has this woman named Angela Kelly, who is her dresser, who helps her. Um She makes a lot of her clothes and she dresses her. Then she's also got hair and makeup people. Angela Kelly actually did her hair and makeup while they were in lockdown because they couldn't have everybody else in there. But yeah, she's got a whole team. And she's got, I think, even more so than a celebrity, she's got doctors paying attention to her and screening her non-stop right. because so that's why that guy to.
1: with the rumors was so funny where it's like no if and when the queen does pass we'll obviously know there will be an official memo like to spread a rumor that she died where she's like not only clearly
0: alive but being highly monitored and has a stylist it's like like leave her alone right and like as if you are going to overhear it at a wedding
1: right right like this like isn't just- goss
0: this isn't hot goss you're just like making shit up And who was it that actually died? It was like Queen Latifah. It wasn't Queen Latifah, but it was someone with literally someone with Queen in their name. It was like Steve McQueen or something. It was it was that. I think it was Steve McQueen. No, no, was
1: it Steve? No, it was it was like somebody from like one of the old. It was like a Rolling Stones member or something. Wait, who
0: was it? You're right. Oh, it was a guy from Queen. (laughs) Is who it was? It was a dude from Queen. So stupid (laughs) and amazing.
1: Whoa. So I wanted to thank you, Molly, officially, aside from proving that manifestation is real on this very pod. I wanted to let you know, or actually, let me see if you notice. I'm just going to stand for a second real quick. Uh, You have a bra on. I have perky tits in my bra. So, you know, the universe works in mysterious ways, you guys. So not only did Molly bring the bra challenge to all of our attention, which has actually been deeply humbling, but, you know, I think... I think perhaps one of the reasons why I was even reporting that old news that I was putting the bra on a certain ways, because the last time I wore a bra, I was like 12, you know, it was a very short lived thing for me. I always thought nipples out, get their attention anywhere else, but everywhere else, you know, just show, like nibs mm-hmm. only was sort of my aesthetic. And then on the heels of our conversations about you're wearing you're wearing your bra like a little bitch boy, right? Like why are you putting it on like you're fucking don't even know that it's here to support your breasts in long term.
0: Right. So so what Sarah was doing was she was taking it and and fastening it in the front around her belly button and then spinning it around and then putting her arms through it and shimmying it up. Like I was Very, at camp, like I was at, camp at 13. Yeah, Bushley, JP. I was, no, I, deep
1: shame. And I want to give just a little credit to myself as a Capricorn moon to keep that in the pod. How vulnerable to share something so fucking putrid about myself, you know? <laughs> but I kept it in the pod because I think it's important for us to just be super fucking real. But then... Okay. We did our pod. I went and I, I dug deep in the same place as my old high school photos. My passport was also my bra. Found it, put it on no, like the big girl. I felt amazing. But then I realized this bra doesn't motherfucking fit me, right? Now, mm-hmm. I was just going to ignore it. I was going to just let you know that I put it on like a big girl and then just go about my ways as, as a floppy hanging nips out bitch. But then... The next day, I went out to lunch with my mom and Joanne, Joanne Anthony DeVito, community Anthony DeVito's mother, who's my mother's best friend and longtime hairdresser, style team, glam squad. She told a story about her sister who never wore a bra a day in her life because she liked the way it looked. She thought it was hot, similar to moi. And then she said that she had to get a breast lift when she was in her 50s because she said her small tits hung down to her knees and... I was shook. And Duh. I I didn't even think of that. I actually have had this really backwards idea in my mind that I'm sure that I invented, but i I actually had the thought like you've got to let your, your I've been saying for years, like you gotta let your breasts and your vagina breathe, which has been my whole the reason I don't wear any undergarments is because I'm like
0: you gotta let them breathe. And now I'm like, what was I thinking? So yeah. why breasts? Because they're not they don't have a mucous membrane. And, like, they don't have a pH balance. Like, your vagina, I get it. Because, like, there's a chemistry lesson happening down there. I don't want to have it just caged up like Rapunzel
1: all the time. Yeah, and, like,
0: you can can get, like, yeast infections from wearing non-permeable undies or, like, a wet bathing suit. Like, yes, that's for real. But, like, you're not going to get a boob yeast infection. Well, it's. I just, I've always thought, like, you know, in the
1: same way that I don't like, like, rules, you know, I'm sort of a... And are kissed in a way, sort of rebellious. I've always just felt like, don't fucking cage my titties in, you know, like they're, I'm, I'm young, they're perky. And then in the car, when Joanne told us to, I was like, wow. So all I need to do to not have my breasts hang to my knees in 20 years is just wear a bra. And she's like, yeah, just wear a bra every day. Like my mom's like, I wear my bra to bed. Right. And so then I was like, damn, I got to get a new bra. My mother flips out. It's the happiest I think I've seen her in the last decade. Let's go. Let's go bra shopping. Let's go bra shopping. <laughs> so we did. We went bra shopping, and I was fitted for a size. Crazy the sizes. I I was way off. What size are you? Thirty two double D. Duh. Oh my god. You're so like- sexier than I've been claiming.
0: That's cool. And anyway, I've had my bra on since then, and I've never taken it off. You know what? You could get the same effect from like, and I shouldn't even tell you this because you're probably going to abuse it, but you can get the same effect from like a... Camisole or a sports bra. They okay. also support your top. Are tots. you
1: reading my fucking mind? Yeah. On my list of things to discuss for today. Well, first of all, now I'm into bra shopping, right? I even went on skims.com. I'm like, doing me bras. I really love bras. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of bralettes in the space. And it's like, is that like, like are, like, is there a, better thing to wear every single day so that your tits stay perky like sports bras and underwires or does it really not matter it's just like literally don't let them just like fling around like they're my microphone when
0: i'm angry exactly they just need to be supported by something and that will help them not droop they're still going to droop at some like to some extent but like just to have anything holding them up because think about it they're heavy they're hanging down they're going to be like Ugh. Like deflating, like running down your like, tum. So I mean, if gotta, anything, yeah. I would, I would wait for them to do that just to see if
1: there is, in fact, that like sort of fart whoopee cushion noise. You know, I would love for like, <laughs> if, if maybe I'm not as gassy as I think, maybe it's just my, my boobs slowly melting into my belly button. How have I been so naive? I mean, Molly, so many things about the Space Trash podcast. You've revolutionized my life and it is actually our one year anniversary. I know. But, like, I want to say a, a distinct thank you. You've saved my tits. I've changed so much because of the
0: the things that you have illuminated for me on this podcast. Are you serious? i dead fucking serious. Oh my God, I love you. I want to thank you two for doing it with me because you have made me feel... So much more comfortable and confident in my, you know, radio abilities. And you're a star, Molly. I'm a
1: snob. The fact that you even want to do this with me. I remember when we did that Marion Williamson recording when you were just like in New York for like a hot minute. And I remember thinking like, damn.
0: And this is pre-COVID. I mean, I told you I love COVID. Molly doesn't have to travel. This was right before COVID. This was February 2020.
1: Oh, yeah, because I made that prediction of like, yeah, 2020 is going to change our lives for good. And it's like, oh, yeah, literally. ha ha, ha. Yeah. But I remember thinking, what a bummer that Molly doesn't live here because like she's such a perfect match for me. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, damn, what a bummer that she's in London. And I thought, I wonder if I could just be like a permanent guest host on Diva Behavior and I'll just do astrology like as a side thing every time. And then we had a brief moment where we were like, let's actually do it and it'll be Diva Divination. It was such a cute play on words, but honestly, no st- no sticking power. No one's googling that, yeah, and no. and then we came upon space trash. And it was it was like exactly a year ago. the 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 big YouTube expose of Kristen Stewart v Diana was on April twenty second of last year.
0: So this was the days that we started doing diva divination. Yeah, I believe space trash itself.
1: The first episode was the first week of May. So this is really, but it still is like we're right in between, like right, right, right that portal. But I just think, go us. This is I know. the greatest. I, I'm telling you, I don't even want, I might have to cut this because I don't want you guys to really know. How, is this narcissism? I don't know. When I'm truly in a bad mood, I'm searching YouTube, I'm searching Spotify, I'm looking for anything to just get my serotonin up a little bit. You know what I go back to? Our own motherfucking podcast. It makes me happy. I know.
0: It's fun. It, it is fun. I wish that we had done it in February, 2020, because I would have been honestly so much less depressed for all of 2020.
1: Oh my God. No, couldn't have started sooner. Like it makes my life. Like I just, even today when we were texting, like you want to do today, tomorrow, tomorrow?" I was like, let's do it every day. (laughs) Like this is truly the joy of my life. I thank you so much listeners. I thank you so much. And like, just, yeah, what a pleasure to have you guys as my, as my lit, Litness. Yeah. And did you put it on like a big girl? You didn't even tell me. So I have for the most part through straps first. I, I was so, it was so funny because when she, mm. she like measured me and then she like brought all these bras for me to try on and she was like, lean over. I'm going to slip these through here. Like she literally walked me through what you were doing. And I was like, Oh my God. I don't know if you can see my hat, but I have a podcast. And I like told her all that. I was like, my co-host Molly really tried to tell me that this was the right way to put on bras. And she looked at me like I was fucking dumb as she, she's like, yeah she's like wait aren't you 35 she's like obviously (laughs) there's a way to put on bra like it didn't I thought I was like being kind of cute and funny thought I'd make a listener out of it maybe a review no she was like you idiot like how have you been putting on your bras and I was like, you know what I haven't even to be honest there was one other thing I wanted to discuss okay so there was a shooting in New York a few weeks ago, really scary on the subway, but it's not, I'm not going to get into the details of that. That's heavy. That's not trash cast material. That's more regular news and over it already. But the one thing about it that I thought was really wild is that the shooter's name was James R. Frank, mm-hmm. which if you've listened to the space trash podcast, if you've heard me reference any of my long term serious partners, it's either James, Randy or Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and all my lovers, right? And he drove from Philly to New York to do to, to do his shooting. And I'm thinking, oh, my, is this like some karmic? He is, is York. Yeah, he's Bizarro. You? Yeah, is he's, this he's, like, really Randall? Well, I don't know if it's Randall. I'm assuming R, what's the R for? Right? So that we have to do, if anybody knows, if anybody knows this man or anything about this man, if you know his actual middle name, what the R stands for, but I like to think it's Randy or Randall. Either way, Robert. R is R. Okay. What a fuck. no, it's not probably Robert Raleigh. That's, that's so unhelpful. It's probably Randall. But that's the stance from the space Rush pod only okay. because I think it's like when we talk about twin flames and soulmates, if this guy is not either like, I mean, I guess I don't want to be with or coach. Don't say it. The just don't even say it out loud. You already said I that we're manifesting like, everything we say. My, don't my say complaint. it. Sound effect. Oh, another thing that I wanted to say. Two things before we get into the news. Okay, you have a. This is a lot of housekeeping. I know. Well, we haven't talked for two weeks. You've had the vid. I know. And other news, I'm actually so out of shape that I started wearing heels again to to work out, like a sketcher Shape Up. Okay. First of all, thank you so much for adding some function to my vanity because now I know that it's a workout, but no more just because like j- just giving anything to my leg to look a little bit like
0: heels really do make you look sexier in general. It's heels that's and bras. Great. I'm literally in college again. You are like literally Kim Kardashian. Heels and bras. Oh. Are you watching the new show? Okay. So I haven't watched it yet only because there's been this part
1: of me that's almost like so interested in it. Because it's like, I don't even want to quench the thirst in
0: a way. It's like, there's something aspirational about even watching it. You should just watch it. It's like, it's a lot more, it feels a lot more staged even than the E! version. So the last wow. um, the last season of the E! version, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, was, it felt like NeNe Leakes last season on Real Housewives of Atlanta. You could tell they were over it. You could tell they were phoning it in. And they just were kind of, they all, they, they pretended that they rented this house in Malibu to all hang out. I hated that. But it was like, clearly you rented it to film in. So this is so divorced from your real everyday lives that you're going to a second location to film. Like you're going to a set to film every day.
1: Right. It's actually, it's like, it couldn't be more of an actual just television show production. Whereas it's like the exact opposite of the
0: promise the show made at the very beginning. Right. It's literally a sitcom. Like it's not even a prestige HBO drama. It's a sitcom with one set. Like that's what you're delivering us. You're giving that's us exactly right. You're you're giving us family matters, but like without <laughs> punchlines. Well who you would know? be the
1: Urkel Scott in this case? Because he was just like, you know, I thought I was Stefan, but really I'm just Urkel and he's he's gonna date Kravis. Travis.
0: I know, yeah. I guess they all take turns being Urkel. Chloe's kind of Urkel because she tried to transform into Stefan. Let me tell you, and I feel terrible saying this because I know how tortured she is Hell yeah. by her own self image. Oh yeah. She looks incredible in these new episodes in motion, in the flesh. Great. Looks, looks amazing. But then I'm also like, she is, I mean, it's not cool to speculate about people's weight, but it's like, you can tell that she's sort of putting a lot of effort into looking a certain way. And, and in one way you're like, she looks amazing. And the other way you're like, I just wish she would take her foot off the gas for a minute and just chill because no one is following Khloe Kardashian. Because they think she's Kim. They're following her because she's not Kim. Because she's a different brand. It's like you don't have to be that. Well, and I also think
1: as somebody who's like weight fluctuates a lot and who like, at one point I had braces for 10 years, LOL. And then they came off and my teeth were actually perfect. And now they're back to normal. But, but it's like, there is like the thing about the Chloe brand or the the brand promise of Chloe originally was like, she was the comedic relief. Like she was going to be the funny sister. Whereas like, I think it's a little, this is me. I don't know if you feel the same, but when like the thing about Chloe is I think the more beautiful that she makes herself look in her mind, the less of a sense of humor she has about herself and about everything and so then it's sort of like it's almost like no matter how beautiful she looks, it isn't you're right it's like it's not the brand promise of it's not what we want from Chloe like right like she's so serious now.
0: She is so serious now. Hot take. I never really thought she was actually funny. I just thought she said vagina in a loud voice a lot of times. Well, which I mean, don't you get know, me started. I could not agree more. But that was, yeah, that, that was the brand promise. And she was, okay, she was funnier before with the way that she would go back and forth with people and everything. It was funny. It, it did have a good rhythm because and everything.
1: That was like what she had to, it's like, even now, like I'm not the most attractive version of myself in my own mind necessarily, but- I do think I'm funnier. Like there is something about when you're like, look, I just got to lead with humor and I'm leading with humor and my com- my personality is my confidence that I think ups the, up the personality game tenfold.
0: That is silly though to think that it is inversely correlated because it's not.
1: Well, I don't know. I, there was one point where when I got my braces off and I was like really fit and like I would just move to New York and I just was feeling bad about myself because it's like I wasn't the DC like comedy star that I like was before and that i thought i would be when i got to new york although actually looking back it's like no i was i just like i little by little blew it every step of the way but um actually <laughs> yeah, i was massively successful for like right when i moved in a little while there but the bottom line like i remember i even said to my mom like i'm feeling insecure like i think i'm too pretty for comedy she of course was very quick to be like you're not too pretty to you know and i was like okay well thank you that's uh-huh. okay you know she's like please please maybe she was just saying i was still talented way, but i actually didn't feel as comfortable on state. I mean, I, in the pictures afterwards, when I look hotter, I, I like them better to post. But in terms of my actual like what I was bringing, there's something about looking a little bit old fogey, a little bit underbite, a little bit chubby that I do think makes me like in my in my spirit, in my body feel funnier. Maybe it is a defense mechanism, you know.
0: You know, so it's insecure either way. But I do feel funnier when I look bad. I think that is exactly what it is because when you are as women, when we look good, you can feel the male gaze on you. And for people who aren't film students, that's G A Z E male gaze. And, and it's a it's a film thing, and it's an everything. Th- it's an art thing. We're where masters like masters
1: of filmmaking, as you guys know,
0: right? Like you can detect the the male gaze in like most art from the 20th century. And you just feel like you're a man looking at it, you know? And so – but we can feel that. So whenever you do look hotter, you – okay, yeah, okay, you're right. It's because it's fun. And it's like, no, I'll just
1: be hot and I'll wear, like, cute clothes and I'll just, like, let you look at me and I'll just, like, giggle and you can buy me dinner.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of when I was super skinny and super blonde around – exactly. 2017. And I think that I was also so hyper focused on maintaining that look that I had attained. And I was not thinking as much about anything else. I was just like, what am I gonna wear? What am I I mean, I'm still like that. I'm incredibly vain, but like it was it was even worse. It was a little bit more of like a harsh feeling for myself that I had all the time.
1: Well, the two pictures that I have like specifically saved in my favorites of you are the two photos of the two times that you left the salon in the past year looking completely dejected.
0: Yeah. It's very upset. I have, but, I've, so but so funny. I know.
1: I know your eyes but, in both of them. It, you're lifeless.
0: It hurts my soul to feel, <laughs> to feel really. Ugly. But listen <laughs> with the Kardashians. Chloe looks amazing. Chloe and Kim are dressing alike in almost every frame. The Kim is still in her Balenciaga mode, um, the head-to-toe monotone. And I've realized I think the reason why she's doing that is, you know my theory on the gloves is she didn't want people speculating over whether she's wearing the rings or not. And I'll go to the grave that that's why she was doing it. Can't wait to find out. Second of all, you know there's a vibe shift going on. I think we've talked about it. Tell us about the vibe shift. Okay, so the, the vibe shift – you can't really pin it down. This guy who's a trend forecaster wrote about it. Basically, the vibe is shifting. It's like we're going from millennial girl boss culture to Gen Z bimbofication is getting really big. Um, just being a degenerate. We're going into like a oh my god, 2000- you, I
1: didn't. So I'm not up on. This is great news for me.
0: Oh yeah, it is good news for you. Wait,
1: degenerates are in.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Okay, for anybody that wants to live a more degenerate life, I'm your life coach.
0: It's like it's like dirtbag. Like like everything is going to become a little more dirtbaggy. Oh, and it has yeah, been. Yeah, dude. And it's like the theory is cancel culture is over, wokeness is over. We'll get to what Amber Heard the Amber Heard trial means for like the Me Too movement and everything. Um like there there's a vibe shift. If it, we're going out of this 2010s thing. It's ending finally. So whatever was cool in the – like Think's packaging and Millennial Pink and Glossier, like all of that really neat and tidy sort of vibe um, is ending. Did you just hear that? What? Was it the cat? It was the electronic cat food. It's crazy. It's the Jetsons. But so, okay. I think – Kim is dressing this way in order to because she doesn't know what the new vibe is yet, and oh, so she doesn't she's know what her, like,
1: like blank like blank slate.
0: Exactly blank slate. We were just something else that we were talking about reminded me of exactly this. She's in just a transition period. It's like when the queen does die. Like Tina Brown came out with a new book this week, which is going to be insane. I started reading it early, early this morning when I first woke up, and. It's going to be a really good book. It's called The Palace Papers. And if anyone cares about royal stuff, read it. Wait, I'll read it. it. Let's
1: book club it. I'll read it. No, now you got me. No, Molly got me wearing bras and reading and writing and editing again. I'm back. I'll read anything for the royals. That's what you get from hanging out with a Capricorn sun. Well, I'm a Capricorn moon. Like, actually, I needed that Capricorn sun to remind me of on a soul level who I really fucking am. Yeah, like you
0: are a you're dignified. Yeah.
1: Dignified dirt bag is that? Is that merch? Yes. Dignified. Lord, dignified dirt bag.
0: Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, oh. you
1: guys are you guys are gonna blow your mind. I know that it's a little bit ornate. I understand that the design I made, my designs aren't as good as yours in terms of fashion, but I do think my Taurus work hard, lay hard. Kind of funny.
0: Oh, I love it. This is the thing about space trash merch. Is it totally goes with the vibe shift? Oh my god. Right. Because it's sort of like self-aware, but, but grungy. And it's trashy and stupid. Yes. Trashy and stupid 2022. Yeah. So, okay. The vibe shift I've explained. This new book by Tina Brown, The Palace Papers, she says in it, basically, Charles, after the queen dies, is going to be kind of a palate cleanser, a sorbet course until William, the, the next big long era, is going to be William. So, Kim is in her palette cleanser era before the vibe shift fully takes hold because a lot of the stuff that people are going to be taking inspiration from for the vibe shift is early 2000s. Like the the big, giant, stupid Louis Vuitton gold LeMay bag and the, the Juicy Couture sweatsuit. Like this is all things that are going to be having a reprisal. Think about 2000s style. It was maximalist. It was 900 layers. It was stupid. Wow. Like, Everything you're saying is – I've been preparing this all my life since the, two, the
1: 2000s. I swear to God, we already talked about it. Sometimes you need to be reminded. You need to be hit over the head with the message.
0: Get tacky. Get your space trash merch. Get tacky. Yeah. But that's what Kim is doing. She's she's preparing for the vibe shift. She's like, okay, I've been doing this minimalist Kanye thing ever since we got married, ever since he would tell me, okay, now this week you're only wearing pencil skirts and crop tops. This week you're wearing this. This week you're wearing that. She's been wearing these monotone outfits. It's going to be interesting to see how she changed. Someone just screamed and started cheering. I don't know if it was Nick or the downstairs neighbor. Congrats. Yeah. But okay. So I think it's the, it does seem like the show does seem a little bit more contrived. They have these... Sometimes when you're watching Real Housewives, you can tell when they're doing a line read when they're in their confessionals. And, and it's really cringe. But it's also... The producers can tell that you can tell. So you're like, okay, fine. But now the Kardashians are doing that a little bit. You can tell they're doing line reads and it's not cool. Like there's this one scene in the first episode where they're all sitting down at a barbecue and someone.
1: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection.
0: like oh kendall has the flu and then they go to kendall's confessional and she sits on the couch and she's like listen i said i had the flu but i actually had covid you guys are gonna see me soon and it's got this very like disney channel movie vibe and then she gets up and walks away from the couch it's very but that's sort of what i'm saying that's
1: that is why i didn't want to like i didn't want to be the one to reveal that you had the vid
0: Oh, I know, I know. Even Kendall's
1: like, I will tell them when I'm ready. Like it's a pregnancy or something. Yeah.
0: I hate her red hair.
1: I want to say, I don't know if we're allowed to say that. I hate her her hair color.
0: My old hairstylist in New York did it and she's the, the goat. I just think they're all,
1: I mean, I'd like some of their blonde phases, but I just, I just feel like they're just, they're gorgeous brunettes.
0: Like, yeah, she's just having fun. She's just doing – celebrities like to just do a hair color they can't pull off every now and then, you know? It's like they're almost like testing us. Well, you yeah, still love I almost, me as a weird red? I also kind of love Kim Blonde. Like, she I can do rock love it. That,
1: and I like Chris Blonde, too, actually.
0: And Chloe Blonde looks really nice, Yeah, too. Chloe
1: Blonde. Okay, so actually, we I take it back. We like them blonde, but I personally am not in love with the red for Kenny.
0: Yeah, 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 fair. Also, just in Um, this
1: role, like, I did watch all the GMA interviews, I watched all the, like, pro, the promotional stuff that they did, and it's like, if anything, this is the moment to be in uniform. Like, now Kendall's, like, like, sticking out like a, so, like, if in general, Kim's blonde or Kenny's red, it's one thing, but if you're gonna be on, if you're gonna be talking to Robin Roberts and you're gonna be actually doing these morning show interviews, you should all look like you're dressed for the Kardashian army.
0: Yeah, but they're over that. They're not the monolith anymore because they've diversified. And it was painful for them to diversify. Remember, there was a lot of there was a lot of turmoil in early seasons over Kim branching out and Chloe and Courtney being like, well, what the hell? If you, if you leave us, then what are we going to do? And she was like, I don't care. You can find your own, which she was right. I mean, you're adults, but they've all diversified now. So I think that's a branding choice that they're like, okay, they probably all got together and storyboarded. What's your aesthetic right, right. now? So that none of, none of ours overlap except Chloe Loki is going to copy everything Kim wears anyway, but like they're they they want to be different now. You know, Power Tomb. It's like the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls were their nicknames, Sporty Spice, Baby Spice, Spice Ginger Spice were made up to make fun of them and they adopted them.
1: Oh wait, first of all, I never knew that. I love that. Yeah. Wow, how cool. That is true confidence where you're like, "Yeah, let me incorporate it." So cool. Which Spice Girl did you identify with? ginger spice oh my god you say
0: that like it's so obvious who do you think i identified with i have red hair of course that she was the only redhead when i wasn't i was a kid i had red hair yeah but she also was like
1: the sex kitten like i don't know like catholic jersey shore mall like were you down to be the slutty spice i didn't think she was slutty i thought she was
0: very like Girl power. Well, I mean, that that literally was the
1: brand mall.
0: So you're not looking too deep into this if the girl power was the biggest takeaway. You go. She was like the most overtly girl power feminist one.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I thought that I was a baby spice and I would fight. Mm -hmm. I wanted, I thought I was baby spice. And every Halloween would come around and me and the girls would be figuring out who's going to be what. I mean, Spice Girls was the go-to high school girl. Why would you... Why would you ever be baby spice? I don't know. Maybe it's the cancer son in me. I just, I just, for some reason, I thought I was a baby. You are never a baby. I was a you little are- baby girl and I wanted to be the sweet baby with the chopper chop. What the chopper chop choop choops? they? were lollipops. Chupa-chup. They were like in like fashion lollipops. It's all McClares.
0: I know. What were we doing? What, what, <laughs> what hope were those we come doing? I back, though. Maybe that will get me to stop smoking. That would be good. I think you would be either Scary Spice or Ginger Spice.
1: Well, now, obviously, those are the only two that I could... At a certain point, maybe Sporty because I was Sporty then. But now it would be like, well, she's not Sporty Spice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe that was the baby thing. Baby was like the sugary spice. And it's like, well, I'm not that spicy, but I'm certainly sweet. <laughs> Which is also funny because it's like I'm actually not sweet at all. I know. Like, if if you were, your bottom two to me would be baby and posh. Okay, well, then obviously you know that my second fine, I won't be baby. The blonde friend can be baby, but I'll be posh. And they were like, no. oh, you're not posh. And then I'll be like, listen, bitches, I'm the only one here that only wears black. They're- no, but you don't. You always have a crazy outfit. Well, that's only because in this case, I'm only wearing my pajamas in front of you. Because I no, every
0: time I see you, you're dressed like a Carmen Miranda mixed with like an 80s football player. Okay, I love that for me. Like like a senorita on the field. Yeah, exactly. Not baby spice.
1: Not baby spice think- posh, but they were my two choices. If anything, yeah, scary spice. I'm obviously scary spice.
0: Yeah, you're scary spice. And I'm either ginger or posh, I would say.
1: Well, I would say for you it definitely depends on the mood. Like I think that yeah. that like the Capricorn Taurus in you is posh, but that Pisces rising north node, Pisces rising, that's ginger.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's Casey? Sporty.
1: Casey. I mean, Casey to me could be also be baby.
0: Yeah. That's she's so she's like um- pure she's tommy pickles she's right Th- but i would say that tommy pickles
1: would be the baby spice of the spice scales we cracked it so then which rug brat are you i think i'm chucky? phil and lil
0: yeah you're you're phil and lil for sure I'm,
1: I'm, that's the gemini rising i'm both phil and lil
0: yeah 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 i'm chucky and it's not because of the red hair it's because you Why actually called it? COVID upon yourself oh that's so sad no. let's get into the final piece of celebrity news that we need to well, talk no, about. Do, we, I, do we even start this New jack- From Will Smith going forward, it has become violence in the news 24/7. Violence. Yeah. It's been Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, Black China, Rob Kardashian. We've got like just everyone debating violence and no one listening to each other in the news cycle for about two weeks, three weeks, if you include the uh, Will Smith. Cycle.
1: that's such an interesting way to put it i have not actually i didn't correlate them until right now but you're so right that on in some weird way similar to the way that the fresh prince was the first of he actually led the beginning of this new era of like overt violence and let's talk about it
0: yeah he it's like and it's not only that violence is in the news it's that we're all adjudicating it yes. and it's none of our business and we're all like the stan armies online And we won't take a side one way or the other, you know, because we're not the judge and jury. But what we can say is the people online that are becoming super emotional about it is a very interesting phenomenon because you have people, especially mostly with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. You have people on both sides being like, no, I've listened to the tapes. I was abused. This sounds like my abuser and you are wrong if you think the opposite. And that's just really interesting to me. Every, no one can agree on what the definition is of what, what's abusive and what's not. There's no question that it
1: was an abusive relationship, but I think what Johnny is doing is suing her to say that this was mutual abuse. Like her coming out and saying that I was abused is what he's fighting against. It's not that he's saying this wasn't abusive. It was that he's saying we were in an abusive cycle, not I abused you, which I do believe.
0: He's is. actually suing her for defamation. And isn't that what he did on his bed? Isn't that what you call shitting on someone's stuff?
1: <laughs> defamation on your bed.
0: Good one. No, she did not defamate on his bed. That was something else. Allegedly, the dogs did it. No, but what, the dogs didn't do it. She listen, definitely it on his bed. We we don't know. We don't know. What, what he's suing her for is defamation because he's saying she wrote this op-ed that was clearly about me and it cost me rolls. One theory that people have is that he actually doesn't Think he's going to win this defamation trial because, you know, it's going to be hard for him to win this trial. He was sort of already, his career was on a downshift before their divorce even happened. There were rumors that he was using an earpiece to work on different films and like that he kind of was already like doing, drinking too much and doing drugs and losing his touch. So the theory for some people is that he is actually just using this trial as sort of a bully pulpit to get his side of the story across. And which the, I really weird...
1: makes sense to me. That makes sense to me, though.
0: And I under I, Yeah, but, to, to be compassionate to both sides,
1: I understand where he's coming from. Because he's not saying I wasn't abusive. He was saying
0: you were too. No, he did say I wasn't abusive. Oh, well, that's a lie. We don't know. We really don't know. That's why this is such a slippery thing. Because right, he sued the son because the son called him a wife beater in a headline. And he said, I am not a wife beater. You're not allowed to say that. And the UK has very tight libel and defamation laws. It's much easier to sue and win for libel and defamation in the UK. But the British judge ruled that in the court of law, there were at least 12 instances where he had struck her out of the 14 that she claimed. The judge said, yes, that is what he did. So now that just means someone's lying. Someone lied on the stand and we don't know who, and we're not going to pretend that we can tell from body language or astrology or body anything language, like body. We're, we're not body language bodies. I'm sure he has videos of it though. We have to watch them. But so this is the point is it's really hard to envision a scenario where anyone understands what is going on with this and understands what the truth is and what is going on. Like they're both saying to pretty much completely different things. So what's crazy to me is that so many people on social media, these enormous amounts of people are adamant that they know what happened and whichever side they're on, the other side is full of miscreants and demons who are going to hell. It's really, really interesting. And also you mentioned Mike Tyson. That was another thing in the news. That was a giant story of someone beating someone up. This is like, this, it's just been constant since Will Smith. It's like they let us out of the house and yeah. we're all hitting each other. But also the, the deaf and heard and Black China and Rob thing are, are all from years ago. So. Well, but
1: it is I, interesting yeah. though that like now is when they're both in court. It's when they're both coming to light. I mean, I also think it's sort of astrologically symbolic only in the last full moon that we had before this eclipse cycle was the big, like, you know, judicial Libra full moon, get your merch. Kim is my lawyer, Libra law, baby. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of perfect because also eclipse season, which we're entering into now, everybody come to the moon on Friday, but it's like the, the Libra full moon, like whether we're talking about the court of public opinion or actual court, or even just in our own lives, the last full moon was basically like a reckoning and this, this two weeks following. Of like everything that you've been through, and sort of like going, okay, like on if I weigh if I weigh my heart on these issues, like is it a heavy scale or is it a light scale? Anything that's like heavy on the scale of your heart, when you are weighing the issues in your life, your relationships, your storylines, your bank account, whatever, anything that's heavy on your heart needs to be released before this eclipse season because this eclipse cycle that now is officially beginning in Taurus and Scorpio, there's going to be two eclipses uh back to back you know, coming right up. And then in October, there's going to be the next, the, the, the sort of two bookend uh, eclipses. But eclipses are times where fate takes its course. I think it is interesting. Wait, so when do we have to unload the heavy stuff? Well, really like pie? between now and Friday, like just release, release, release. The 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 new moon is an eclipse. It's on Friday. We will be doing a moon ritual. You can know when it came. But we're not going to manifest at this moonual, unlike other moonuals, because eclipses are about Sort of allowing fate to take its course and allowing things to, it's almost like even when we're doing witch work, every word we speak is witch work, truthfully. But it's like, there's always this emphasis on like, what are we calling in? What are we manifesting? What are we, what are we doing to get the thing that we want? During eclipse season, we're sort of asked to pause because what actually happens is like we run ourselves ragged. Climbing this ladder or reaching for things that we think will make us happier, things that we think we want, whereas eclipse season is really asking us to, like, pause, let your gifts come in, let the things that need to go, go before you start calling more shit in, before you even receive the shit that you called in before, If that makes any sense. The reason that all of these cases are coming to the forefront right now, starting with Will, the cases are about relationships. So it's like, let's look at relationships and let's actually like do our own little, our own little jury jurisdiction in our head and go, okay, wait a second. Like what do I need to let go of so that I can move on into a fresh new story and not actually do anything in the next month to like create that scenario other than just to let go of the shit that low key we have been Cre- even like with both Amber Heard, uh, Johnny Depp, Black China, Rob Kardashian, Mike Tyson. I mean, totally on brand. Everything about these storylines, it's like they've been there. They've been, it's like it's like that is the heavy weight that's on everybody's heart around these topics. And so, actually, to bring them into light is going to allow for fate to then actually decide, even even more so than a jury.
0: Even Will and Jada, they were like. They've been holding that in since 2016, from since the 2016 Oscars. I think pretty much everything, all of these stories had a tipping point in 2016. Yeah. Wow, was, that's so interesting. Yeah. Like, uh, Depp and Heard, their divorce started in 2016. And this is, like, kind of the chickens coming. Like, they're, they're tying up all of these cases and the Will and Chris Rock thing. It's, like, sort of tying up a loose end. Well, you know what else so started in 2016? Trump presidency. And... Oh, whoa, that's sinister. I'm the sinister bitch! (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's interesting to see all this stuff going on. I mean, like... So many people are just being vitriolic about whatever side they're on.
1: Well, what this reminds me of though is what we were talking about a few weeks ago, and it is very Saturn in Aquarius. It's, you know, it started with West End Caleb. It moved into the avenue of my, sa- you entered my sacred womb TikTok scandal whatever
0: well, that was womblands, womblands, womblands.
1: you destroyed my womblands with your penis in me very pisces energy you know pisces is an interesting sign because not only does it represent like the highest love and like the most spiritual magical it's music it's the dew it's the fog it's placenta it also represents slavery and abuse placenta yeah it's like just like that spiritual water
0: Ooh. gross
1: opinion level i have no skin in the game Astrologically, all of these things are very interesting. And I would love to take a moment to just explain
0: why. Okay. If something seems really confusing. Say whoa. What?
1: Okay. Perfect. Okay. So you so so we're gonna do a safe word for the astrology, right? Because I don't wanna I don't wanna fuck Molly into submission without her
0: consent. Astro fuck. And I'm I'm a I'm a listener proxy right now. Okay, so I'm doing this for y'all. But if it gets yeah. like, what are
1: you talking about? What is the code
0: word? Whoa, what?
1: Whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> Elliot. <yeah. Okay. laughs> consensual
0: astrology. Here we go. This is the first time our astrology has been consensual.
1: We're growing. People can change. Don't cancel me for talking fast and, and just, just, just fucking you with astrology at my own, you know, whim. I'm sorry. I have a, it's okay. sometimes when my astro dick gets hard, I just want to fucking fuck. Okay. But so let's begin with Amber because we're going to start with A. Amber has her moon in Libra. When did this trial start? When the moon was in Libra. With her moon in Libra kind of out there alone in her chart, the whole thing with the Amber and Johnny trial was that she keeps saying, you would try to run away when we had conflict. And he would say, no, I was trying to give us space when we had conflict because it would get so violent. And she would rather be engaged in like a violent anything than be left abandoned, right? That's a very Libra moon thing. So for this to come out on her moon, actually balancing the scales of that think piece that she wrote, damning him, this is the other side of that story. Johnny and Amber both have their Venus, meaning their lavas, their love planets in the sign of Taurus. Amber's also a Taurus sun. And Johnny's a Mercury Taurus as well. So And we're moving into Taurus. And we're moving next. into the Taurus eclipse cycle. So this is really going to be focused on Amber's Sun, her radiant energy, her ego, her solar energy, and her heart, and on Johnny's heart and his Mercury, his, his, his thoughts and the way that he understands and communicates. You know, Taurus is an interesting sign because on the one hand, Taurus is this just like divine feminine, like pure love, sensual love, you know, but on the other hand, it is sort of this like, workhorse energy, like one might argue that Taurus not only represents the purest form of the divine feminine, the bovine divine feminine merch, merch, but it also represents the abuse of the feminine in a way because it's opposite Scorpio. And it's sort of like this energy of women now being a part of, you know, Aries is the first masculine. It's the only energy. Then we get Taurus, which is sort of like, oh, great. Now that you're here, there's like a primal, both Taurus and Aries are very primal in nature. And so I think that what we're seeing at large is the how do I
0: put it? It's almost like the it's like it's like you're treating the Taurus like a brood mare and like a barefoot and pregnant housewife. Yes.
1: And and what we're what we're seeing is sort of like the effect of that. So instead of treating Taurus like the princess that she truly is, when we treat her like a brood mare, when we treat the Taurus energy like it is it is ours to own, instead of that it has ownership of itself and that we value it. What ends up happening is the fucking messy ass court cases, right? This trial that both Johnny and Amber find themselves in is on their this is a trial of their hearts. They're literally fighting letting and letting fate, you know, the eclipses are going to be eclipsing on their heart space and it's on Johnny's Mercury and it's on her ego. So it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out because it, it is
0: like in, in the in the court of their charts, they are on trial. And it is about their love. And it's like so interminable because they both seem to be so convinced of their version of events and their versions do not sync up. And neither one of them seems like they're going to back down. Right now we have four planets in Pisces. We have Venus, Mars,
1: And Neptune and Jupiter. So this is like the masculine, the feminine and the thing that blows things up and Neptune disintegrates in Pisces. So this is like an unbelievably spiritual and nebulous, definitely confusing moment in the energy. Now in other breaking trial news, guess who else is a Taurus son?
0: I know that it's Black China because one time when I was doing a Munuel presentation about Taurus, I put together all of the celebrities who look like a Taurus because they are, and she's one of the top ones. Her and Gigi Hadid, they got that Taurus face. Taurus, what? they have Taurus face. People who have a Taurus son, a lot of the time they have the trademark Taurus face, which is wide set eyes, circular bone structure. They just have like Gigi Hadid, black china. They have very aesthetically pleasing faces to look at. My friend Keely, if she's listening, which she would freaking better be. I know you're Taurus, looking Keely. Taurus has a look and Black China has that look. Black China and, and Rob, the thing that I think is really interesting is there's a lot of slut shaming going on in this case. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. What, what this case is about is Black China and Rob, if you guys remember, Black China really just, it was, it was poetry in motion (laughs) when she started dating Rob Kardashian because already kylie jenner had you know we don't there's no such thing as stealing a man but she very rapidly started dating black china's fiance after they had a kid together and it also wasn't kylie's fault because kylie was a child yeah which i really want to know when we're going to revisit that era but um so black china you know she sort of was left hanging because she was best friends with kim kim's teenage sister was suddenly dating China's baby dad. I forgot that the reason we even know Black China is because for a moment there, she was Kim's best friend. Yeah, she was Kim's oh best friend. Oh my god. And she was dating Tyga, and they lived near Kim. And so... Um... <laughs> Do you want to take him for a walk? No, he's just hyper. He's having fun. So he doesn't
1: have a dick anymore. Because he's, like, he's like, yeah, I'm a gal now.
0: Okay, so from there... Black China suddenly, one day mysteriously started dating Rob, Kylie and Kim's brother. And everyone was like, What? She out Kardashian to the Kardashian. Uh-huh. She got pregnant like immediately. And it was like, Oh my God, their mortal enemy, Black China, is going to be the only woman in this family who bears a child with the last name Kardashian. That always is,
1: like the the greatest flex of all.
0: Delicious. Delicious. And they and they were like kind of being antagonistic from the jump. She tried to trademark what her married name would be, which is Angela Kardashian, and they tried to block the trademark. Um they they ended up so she and Robin China had a show called Robin China, and it had really good ratings. But the Kardashians argued to E, and obviously they were E's cash cow at the time. This was a few years ago before before. Um, terrestrial television basically stopped being viable, but they, they were able to kind of throw their weight around and say, Hey, we don't want this show to be on anymore because we don't think it's safe for our brother. So they canceled the show. Um, Black China is now suing them saying that she was like wrongfully terminated and they targeted her and that it was unfair. So they're arguing that it genuinely was dangerous for Rob one of the things that has come out in this case was that china allegedly strangled him with a phone charger and held a gun to his head and her testimony was that she was joking no
1: i i read that her testimony was that she was so turned on he he was hot i don't know oh, maybe that, was that. Was, maybe it was part of like one of the claims was that she ripped his shirt off and it was because he was sexy <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Put it in the new legal books moving forward. Any case of woman in heat doing something violent, she was turned on by sexiness.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but so, yeah, that's the battle that's going on now. And... So I mentioned, I alluded to the slut shaming. So what's happening with that is on the first day when they were selecting jury, obviously the jury, you you do whatever you can to get out of jury duty. One of the big questions was, have you ever watched Keeping Up With The Kardashians? And, you know, people were really kind of, they were not nice about it. One juror was like, I've tried to avoid it as much as I can. And like the Kardashians are literally sitting right there. They can hear them. And another juror said, no I haven't seen it but I've seen her sex tape and if you pick me for this jury all I'm going to do is play the sex tape in my head over and over again. To Kim's what like Kim was in the courtroom. Dork.
1: Why don't you have your own I know, sex? Like, it's, a, it's it's actually to be honest one of the worst sex tapes I've ever seen. It's so yeah, boring. It's, like, it's a boring. Same as Paris. They're both like, "Wow, you guys are about as vanilla
0: as it gets in the bedroom." Well, not everyone can Have a safe word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was really, I thought, you know, that's it. That's humiliating for you to be sitting in court and this thing that happened 20 years ago that you thought was over with to be thrown back in your face for for someone to get. I mean, we all want to get out of jury duty. I get it. But like, I don't know. That just was really, you know, that's a bummer. Also, side note, and we don't need to go into this, but the the sex tape has been a plot line in the first two episodes of the new show. And did you know Amy Schumer was in the second episode?
1: So I have I watched all the clips. You watch the show. You don't, you don't I gotta, watch, to the go show. I gotta watch the show.
0: It's great. So now today, apparently, one of the things that China's people have argued since the beginning of this whole Thing is that Rob engaged in revenge porn? He leaked photos of her nude on online, which is, you know, legally you can I don't know the revenge porn case still didn't go to trial, so those are still allegations. But you know, we all I think we all I'm remember say, I feel well, like I
1: remember that.
0: Yeah. Like there was a day when he just leaked it online. So what happened today was the Kardashians lawyer showed her the nude photos that Rob Kardashian allegedly leaked. And that was right before her cross-examination. So Black China's attorney has accused the Kardashians attorney of a deliberate and unethical psychological attack. He's basically saying they revenge porned her. Oh my God. The the trial
1: in and of itself is revenge porn.
0: Right. They showed her these photos right before she was meant to testify. So there's just like all of this, like just beating up on women for like being sexual. It's such a bummer. Rob Kardashian, Libra Moon. And I would say that in both of these cases,
1: we have Rob and Amber both sort of assuming the position of you guys were abusive to me and turned me into somebody else. All four of these people, where is what, what's what's going on in Rob's chart in his Taurus area? His Mars. So he is fighting with China's ego We have the hearts of Johnny and Amber in Taurus with Johnny's Mercury. He's trying to take back his Mercury. The eclipses are going to do a number on both of these cases, and it'll be interesting to see. It is just not a coincidence that all of these people have personal planets in Taurus. Why is it all happening now? Because we have enough Libra in the energy that things were being brought to justice and relationship justice. And now we have so many planets in Taurus in the mix here. These eclipses are going to change the outcome of
0: these court cases in ways that I don't think we can predict. I don't think we can predict it either, because, again, and and that's the Taurus thing of just how stubborn all of these people are. Like, no one is yielding, even just for a court, for a case to get to court, There has to be, I think, some level of stubbornness and just like, no, I think I'm right. I think I'm right. You know, or wanting to drain the other person's resources, which also could be some of what's going on. I think that
1: in all of these cases, what everyone is fighting for is like their right to (laughs) like brand themselves. Like you don't get to brand me as abusive. You don't get to brand me as some character in your storyline. And it's very
0: Taurus. Nobody else is getting on their brand. How interesting that we're talking about all these cows being branded. Um, I knew that you were going to freak out. Love. That. <laughs> I love wordplay. I know. Do you think Rob really cares about his brand? What is Rob's brand? I mean, socks, I guess, would be his brand plump sock guy he's a man of a size man
1: of size with socks
0: no but you know what i think it actually is a testament to him and chris's branding acumen that we still know about the socks <laughs> we still talk about the socks people use the socks as a punchline and it's like we're still talking about the socks it's been like 15 years since the socks started do you remember the brand name i arthur do
1: arthur ash that's a tennis player arthur what
0: arthur, arthur george. george fuck i mean hey rob doesn't know space trash we know arthur george well i thought it was Ar- arthur ash so honestly he's not doing that
1: great but yeah but here's the question: if there, anybody has ever bought and worn a pair of arthur george socky poos let us know i mean i wonder if they hold up to the other family brands
0: i <laughs> you know i know this you know, is
1: literally in there fighting for the dignity of socks.
0: Chris is. Chris is- yeah. Rob, don't know if Rob cares. I think that Rob's Rob- not even in the court sketches. He's not even, he didn't even go to school. He's <laughs> not, like, he's like, I'm I'm not going to school today. It's like, they're there because of you. Because you brought this drama into your family. No matter whose fault it was, it was drama. And you brought it into the family. And now you don't even have to show up in court.
1: Well, and what's interesting, too, is like, I'm looking at the charts. Rob is a Pisces, Sun, Mercury, Pisces. China is a Pisces moon. This next eclipse, we have the, the sun and moon and Uranus and the north node all in Taurus. And like the rest of the planets are in Pisces. That's why I'm telling you, for you, your chart is lit up in like every fucking way. But why is it, I mean, it just, it also just like happens to be violent. Why? Because the south node in Scorpio for the next, you know, 15 months is asking us to examine that behind closed door shit. Where it's like, wait a second, was it, Scorpio's abusive at its worst. And so is Pisces. Scorpio is inherently. They can be a meanie. It's more than meanie. It's manipulative. It's like doing things in a certain way so that you keep, Scorpio wants to keep what it has acquired from others. I think Scorpio is passive aggressive. Scorpio is the dead bodies at the bottom of the lake where you're selling million dollar real estate and it looks serene and the kids are playing in it and you don't know what the fuck is down there. And it's a secret. But
0: Nick's a double scorpion. Well, if he starts
1: wearing pantyhose in a couple of years, don't be shocked.
0: She's <laughs> okay, going to wait for you <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I already did. Okay. That's where the sound effect is going to go. One more thing. Okay. Out of Africa. The musical. Okay. She's in Africa. She's in of Africa. She's, She's in of Africa. Af- um,
1: well, that's all laughing in my head. I said, oh, Molly is blocked out of Africa.
0: <laughs> Come to the moon, Yule. Friday.
1: We're going to be there and we're going to be so funny. And follow us on. Stop recording. Tell me about pantyhose. Space trash. Trash space space trash lifestyles the rich and uranus space trash celebrities they're trash but the astrology can help us
0: understand transmission incoming (laughs) planning for your
1: next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen